And Nettles. Yeah, I'm, I'm Nettles. Did three tours flying Hueys. He loves his Bible. And that ain't ten times yet. Yeah, laugh all you want. But when you're standing at attention before your maker. I always stand at attention before I make her. <laughs> God makes shitty people. Yeah. I mean, why, why do you think people make war? Why, Baxley? Why, why do we make war? Because fuck cock cock. Because we fuck cock cock. That's it. Because we fuck cocks. That's why. Shut up and three bit more popcorn. Shut up and three bit more popcorn. Waka waka, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Shut Up and Refill My Popcorn. This episode is all about 2007's Alien vs. Predator Requiem. This movie is probably the main reason why there wasn't a third one that was proposed. They wanted to do a three-picture deal with Aliens vs. Predator, but the second one fucked that all up. So, before we do anything, I want to entice y'all to wash your motherfucking hands keep your motherfucking ass at home if you're feeling sick if you have to go out and get groceries don't hoard the fucking toilet paper you dig wipe your ass with some paper towels or some old socks or if you used to do like i did back in the day get some river rocks they don't hurt and uh you know what don't judge me with that being said please enjoy this episode and just know I appreciate y'all checking this out, listening, and just be safe out there. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Uh, I didn't want to wait till the outro to tell y'all this. It's just, it's, I'm probably going to do that in the outro. It's just, you know. So, with that being said, sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Having trouble in the bedroom. Having issues when you go to the urinal? Is there any kind of private details you just don't feel comfortable with explaining to your current position? Hi, I'm Dr. Cisneros, Dr. C. I will treat you with the utmost respect and dignity for all these private number one issues. Walk-ins are welcome. Set up an appointment. All are welcome. Just give me a call. Dr. C will help you pee. So, like I said at the top of the show, we are talking about Aliens vs. Predator Requiem that came out in 2007. Now, this movie has a lot of fucked up issues with it. From lighting to this weird freaking teen slasher side plot with the... The, the kid and the girl at the beginning. Like, I don't know. Fucking weird. But, nonetheless, let's get into it. Now, the beginning of the movie. Let me just go ahead and check out some of the notes I had. Uh, takes place right after the last movie. Now, AVP came out three years prior, 2004. Now, not to get into that movie, but to give a little backstory, the 
I don't know how to fucking how this is going to. Like a lot of movies, they tend to just throw a lot of shit at the walls and whatever sticks, fuck it, we go with it. Like, they've gone. Now, this is after these movies, uh, the AVP movies. They go in uh, the Alien franchise, I'm talking about, sorry. The Alien franchise goes into an origin story of exactly what are the xenomorphs. Now, in this movie, I mean, it's it's weird. This is this is. I'm only I'm gonna I'm gonna go into this a little bit, and I don't mean to uh, uh, go into the weeds, but to understand where my head is when um, when you're thinking about you know putting these two juggernaut franchises or juggernaut, but these two alien franchises, and I don't mean alien as in you know what I mean extraterrestrial <laughs> franchise. And no, I'm not talking about ET. Um, after these movies, Alien went ahead and, and greenlit, or the Alien franchise went into the origin of the Xenomorphs. Now, the Xenomorphs is the name of the quote-unquote fingers, finger quotes, uh, Aliens. They came out with Prometheus and its sequel, Alien Covenant. Now, Prometheus is, th- these origin movies are like, like, mind-boggling like for years people have you know speculated what is the who is the space uh the the space pilot in the first movie because in the first movie you know with ellen ripley the very first alien we see this spacecraft where the eggs are at and the spacecraft there's like this space jockey that's the name of it that's the name that it's given space jockey um there's, so with Prometheus, we kind of get an understanding of who the space jockey is, and the space jockey is a uh, ship pilot of an alien race that basically created man. So that's how Prometheus sets everything up. That this alien race came to Earth. Uh, he drinks some. He drinks some uh, black goo, and he di- basically disintegrated into his his. Like, he basically melted into just, you know, DNA, and it sipped into the water, and that's what, and then, you know, the primates or whatever bonded with that DNA and evolved into what is man now. So, with that being said, the whole Prometheus movie goes into, you know, that's, go watch them, they're very entertaining, very cool, but Prometheus sets up, doesn't set up the exact xenomorph, it sets up like a... Uh, almost like a Homo sapien, you know, missing link kind of, kind of uh, ancestor in that xenomorph, um, I guess species. Uh, so, and then Alien Covenant expands on that story because at the end of Prometheus, the main lady, uh, Elizabeth Shaw, and the android known as—I was going to say Bishop, but the android known as uh, David survive basically hijack the alien ship and go back to the mother world at the end of prometheus and so at the end of that you're like okay what the world, what's gonna happen let's was it gonna make a sequel they made a sequel came out about a year or so ago called alien covenant uh and that expands and that's the missing part to alien because that after this movie you the xenomorph it has been uh created so 
all these these two movies, Prometheus and Alien Covenant, take place in like the 21st century, like 2000. I think it was 2001 to 2024. Basically, takes place in the future. So, wrap your mind around that. Alien and Prometheus take place in the future, 21, 25, whatever, 2025, 20, whatever. These movies, AVP 1 and AVP Requiem, which is the main topic of this podcast episode, take place in present day. Do you understand what I'm saying? The alien xenomorph has already been created, has already been spread out through the universe, or the predators have somehow harnessed the a queen and used her and hijacked her and put her in the pyramid of the first movie if you've seen the first movie you know what I'm talking about you know got her chained up and producing eggs so they can come to earth and practice their ritual of you know of bar mitzvah basically of like okay these predators are going to be men or whatever going to be real predators this is their you know this is their time to shine and so that's the first movie the second then if that sets up this movie because they survived, or at least the Scar, well, Scar doesn't survive. Scar is the name of the predator from the first movie. He dies, and he somehow, at the end of that movie, was impregnated by a, a uh, an egg, a face hugger. And at the end of the movie, you see his chest burst out, and it's that pred-alien hybrid creature. So, and in this movie... Like I said, it takes place right after the first one. So that pred alien, but you know, bursts out of his chest and basically it, you know, grows up and causes havoc in the ship. Now, however long it took for the sh- uh, predator ship, you know, orbiting Earth or whatever, they um, he grows up and he he fucks up everything, and so the ship basically comes crashing down to Earth and. The really cool thing about this movie, and I just I love how some things inspire other things. The that predator, the, it's only one predator in this movie, is named Wolf. He's a cleaner. If you don't know what that means, um, he basically is the man. Have you ever seen Pulp Fiction? He's named after the guy Mr. Wolf in Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction is uh, an awesome, awesome Quentin Tarantino movie. I mean, I'm not even going to go into those details because it's just so fucking, I mean, such, such a badass movie to go into. But he inspired the name, or he inspired, he didn't inspire, the name is given from that character. And that character in Pulp Fiction is a cleaner. What is a cleaner? Basically, uh, let's say a crime, let's just put it this way, a story where uh, a crime boss, whatever, you know, puts a hit on somebody they go put a hit on them uh the guy calls up hey uh job's done okay call this number and ask for mr wolf okay click click link boom 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 hey mr wolf you know like uh, and you know he comes and cleans up the mess makes it look like nobody was there nobody was killed blah 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 um that is the worst explanation of a cleaner but he basically goes up and cleans up the mess plain and simple so Miss or Mr. Wolf. So Wolf the Predator gets a distress signal somehow that was once sent out, whatever, saying, Oh hey, you know, there's an incident. 
He gets in his ship and flies to Earth to clean up the mess. Now, the ship already had a bunch in, a bunch of face huggers. I don't know why the ship had face huggers in it. It's never explained as to why this ship. I mean, maybe it's because their their whole intention was to take these predators, these younglings or whatever, and you know, put them through the trials of being a predator, face off against um, the xenomorphs. Um, so they maybe like figured, okay, we won't, there won't be any humans, so we're going to have to, or they're probably, the the queen's dead, whatever. They, they pre, pre pre-packed, you know, you know, maybe the queen was dead or, you know what I mean? So maybe they, they took their own, you know, face huggers. They never explain it. They didn't go into it. Apparently they had face huggers on the ship. So these little motherfuckers, as soon as the, the ship crashes on earth, these motherfuckers escape. And they just run amok. They fucking... The the really fucked up thing is at the beginning of the movie... Now, this movie's rated R. I should have said at the beginning. This movie's rated R as opposed as... Uh, I think the first one was PG-13. So, I guess the studio was like, fuck it, make it gory, bloody, you know. Just, it's gonna... Be, rated R is better, apparently. But it's not. Unless you're Deadpool. Um, so, he goes out. These face huggers escape. And they get they contact with like a son and his father who are hunting. So right now this motherfucker's already getting their their shit stinks. They're dead. So now these motherfuckers are just running amok. You know, the face huggers are finding prey or hosts. You know, they're producing aliens, they're laying the eggs, or they're laying, you know uh I guess you call them the they're they're basically producing the aliens, the xenomorphs. And then, you know, they're all in the sewers, fucking up homeless people. Um, and then now at this time, uh, Wolf makes his way down to Earth. He's, you know, he finds his way to the sewer. Like, he's, he's finding his way to the crash site. He's, you know, he's doing his investigating. He's backtracking. And he finds, uh, he finds all the aliens in, in the sewers. So now he's attacking. Uh, now he's finding them. And he's killing them off. You know, while this is going on, the the humans of the story, the movie, you know, they've gotten their issues. The two brothers are, you know, upset with each other for some reason. You know, you know, no sack is is oh, the girl I love, blah blah blah. You know, he somehow he he gets away. They find their way into the gym, into the school gym, school swimming pool, whatever the fuck. And so they go skinny dipping, or he thinks he's gonna get his—he's he's gonna get a little peepee sucked on. He's gonna get his little game on. Her boyfriend, that dude that you know punked him, threw his keys in the sewer. He—they for somehow they find out that they're over there. They—he goes over there, starts fucking with them, and then they—they uh, they get attacked by an alien. And this motherfucker kills like two of the bullies' buddies. It's—it's just—it's no sack. The girl. And the girl's ex-boyfriend, boyfriend, whatever, they're running for their lives. They're they're like, oh, you know. And at this time, it's night. It's dark, so you know, the perfect setting for an alien movie. Um, and it's just like, what the fuck is going on? Before this even happens, the his brother is like eating at the diner, and the cop shows up. Um, if you've ever seen uh, Fast and Furious. Uh, 
what was the one with the, that came out in 2009 when they have the, they're running drugs to Mexico. The kingpin at that, of that movie, the bad guy of that movie, is the cop in this movie. So, he's over there. For some reason, he's taking him on investigations. Like, he's taking a civilian criminal, you know, ex-con, you know, like, hey, you want to come with me and check out and talk to the coroner? Like, what the fuck? This is weird. Small-town bullshit. So, fast forward to, you know, them freaking out about the alien attacking the two bullies' friends. They realize that whatever's been killing people off in the town isn't human, isn't a person. It's something unexplainable. They start freaking out. The town, uh, the, the xenomorphs make their way to, uh, I think it's like a power plant or, or refinery or someplace the town's lights go out maybe it was a power plant maybe it was, a, it was I don't know the lights go out for some reason and now the pred alien is out running amok you know it this this whole movie is just like bonkers from one end to the other like it makes no sense why would you take an ex-con or or what or, or a civilian at that you know then you have to be an ex why would you take a civilian with you to investigate murders like what the fuck you know and then you got it's like like I, I don't know if I even said it at the beginning of this movie or this podcast but it's like a freaking like Jason and Freddy movie like you got the preteen horned up you know I'm gonna get my pee pee sucked in the water oh no an alien came and killed us you know it's like what the fucking really really and don't get me started on the lighting. Like, throughout this whole movie, like, certain scenes, and, of course, it all depends on your TV or your monitor or whatever, but it's like you have to adjust your eyes and fix the brightness and just to get an understanding. Like, some movies that are poorly lit, it really fucks up the story and really fucks up the, the, the flow of a movie. You know, other movies are better production. They, they light the sets better, and you can kind of see what's going on this one i mean at the end of the movie the predator and the ape and the pred alien fighting on top of the hospital roof it's like what the like okay you see some some parts of them because they're shiny because of the rain it's just it sucked really really bad lighting so before we get there there's like also this this little sub story of a mother coming home from the war and her little girl kind of like I missed my mommy, but I don't, I don't know who you are. Like that kind of, like she's trying to like, she's trying to get her daughter's love, and it's like, what really? It's that your mom? You're gonna be a little fucking asshole because she was gone? Like she's back. Give her a hug. Give her, you know, tell her thank you. You know, don't, don't, don't shrug her off like she's a redheaded stepchild. Like, oh, don't shrug her off like she's your stepmom or something. Like. I don't know who you are. So, so she's, you know, she somehow made a, uh, the alien makes its way to their house. Unfortunately, kills her husband. Her and her daughter take off into town. And everybody sort of meets up at like the gun shop, the pawn shop, some kind of sporting goods store in town. Uh, they're there because, you know, the, the brother, the girl and the ex-boyfriend or the bully they meet they find the brother and the cop and they all like what's going on this and that 
we need to get, we need guns. And the cop's like, really? I'm not going to give y'all a gun. Like, he's all looking at the kids and looking at the con. I'm not giving y'all a pistol. You know, I'm not giving y'all weapons. And then at that time, I think something, that's when the lights go out or something happens. And so, anyways, they all make their way to the store. Everybody's at the store. You know, the lady and her, and her little, the soldier and her uh, daughter, you know, those group of people. And then, like, the two stoners, store clerks are in there just like, Huh, what's going on? They're all fucked up. They even say, like, are y'all high? No. You know, they're stoning up their ass. Um, they get killed. They don't even last, they don't even last 20 minutes into the movie. They get killed like, like nothing by the predator. Um, all this is going on. They, uh, somehow got in contact with the National Guard. They've been, you know, deployed to the town to, to, to see what's going on and to, to help bring order, you know. So when they come into town, they get wiped out by the predator and the alien and the pred alien with all this going on uh like a uh, a general he sees he's seeing everything that's going on like in the their body cams and stuff their thermal cans and he's seeing that whatever they're coming into contact before they die is not human it is alien it is you know and of course they're probably going to have records of the previous contact with the predator from like you know predator one and and predator two I say Predator 2 because even though it came out in like 1990, in the early 90s, it was set in 97. This movie takes place in two, in present day at the, you know, 2007, 2006. So that's already been 10 years past, you know, the Danny Glover movie. That would be whatever military record or whatever. So I'm just... You know, this is subplot, whatever this could be, and whatever. You know, there's a record of predator uh, run-ins or predator, what would you call it, uh, visitations. So he sees this going down, and so he he lie. He basically lies to the cop. The cop has contacted him, telling him, you know, this is what's going on. All the national guards are dead. We need evacuation. We, you know, what do you want us to do? Blah blah blah. He lies to him and tells him, everybody get, we're sending an evac, a bunch of evacuation helicopters for y'all. We need y'all to meet, be at this, you know, central part of town and we'll come and get you. We are coming for you. It's bullshit. It's total bullshit. He basically sends a fucking airstrike to blow up the town. This, they don't even know what's going on, but the military lady, you know, she's like, you know, this doesn't, this doesn't seem, this doesn't seem right. This isn't what protocol is there. You know, the military's plan isn't, you know, evacuation and something like this. It's about, uh, containment. And so she's like, we need to get the fuck out of here. The cop is like, no, we need to go over here. And so they split the group in two. And, uh, so the cop and a couple other people go to the center of town you know, the main people, I think his, his name is Dallas. So that's another tie-in to the original movies because there's a character in Alien, the first one, called named Dallas. So Dallas, his brother, the girl, and and the soldier and her daughter go to the hospital because the, the hospital has a, a helicopter. 
they're in the hospital and at this time or a little bit before this time the pred alien has already made its way to the hospital this this is the most disgusting part of the fucking movie only because it's you know like i said this movie's rated r it's not a pg-13 movie like the first one this one is disgusting the pred alien makes its way into the hospital into the uh maternity ward lays eggs or 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 it's not even eggs it lays it's whatever the uh the face hugger puts into you uh, lays those eggs or whatever those embryos into the mouth of a pregnant woman already pregnant already you know she's already give, getting ready to give birth this fucking alien kills the baby inside bursts out of her chest it's fucking it's it's gory it's fucked up but it's like like i don't know it's like maybe the writers are like what's the most disturbing thing we can do in a hospital hey let's like let's make a pregnant chick give uh give us a chest burster so they did that um as they're making their way through the hospital and they're shooting off aliens they uh they come into contact with the predator and they're just they're just shooting their guns off like it like they have unlimited supply of bullets just they're just the uh, the predator is killing already you know those aliens and he already he he throws like a fucking that spiral deal he throws like a spear and it kills the pre- it, it kills the xenomorph and but it, it's still like the spear keeps going or whatever and it, in the process, it kills the girl, the little, the, the chick that the little brother was in love with. Uh, and it like sticks her into the wall. And when it happens, I just remember yelling, oh, shit, he ain't getting fucked. He ain't getting no pussy. <laughs> because it's like, like, I don't know. It just, I didn't think, I, it, she lasted longer than I thought she would have. This dude sees it happen. Freaks the fuck out, gets pissed off, and just starts just running after the the predator, and uh, shoots starts shooting at him, and and uh, somehow the predator gets knocked into the elevator shaft and falls down. So he's already in like you killed my girl. They make their way up to the to the hospital helicopter. You know they've or they're already injured, and at this time they, the predator, uh, he made like a makeshift uh, shoulder cannon handgun, the best way I could like a shotgun. In the in the arms of, in the hands of a human, it's like a shotgun. You know those it's little predator blast, but in the hands of a predator, it's like a little handgun. So he's made this device. It starts shooting the alien. He drops it. Dallas picks it up, and that's the weapon he's been using. Uh, in the hospital, they make their they make their way. Excuse me, they make their way to the roof. They're getting ready to get to the chopper, and of course they gotta make they gotta make that line. They have to say that line. Get to the chopper. You know these little Easter eggs that are that are kind of you know fun, but at the same time it comes off corny as fuck. It's really it's really silly. So they make their they're going to the to helicopter. He goes off to try to distract the aliens. Uh, the predator, you know, like, come over here, come over here, you know, they start shooting at him. Then the predator and alien start, you know, start fighting them with themselves. They start fighting. He helps the predator uh, fend off the alien. 
but in the end the pred alien you know stabs the predator stabs wolf wolf you know is dying and then uh they make their escape just as they're leaving the pad and they're 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 flying out of town that's when the fighter jets come in and basically nuke the town I don't know how it would be contained, how far, how big of a blast it would have made, you know, what, you know, two towns down the road are reaffected, who knows. Blows them up, they get off course, they end up, they crash land on the outskirts into the mountains, and that's how the movie ends. Or they get discovered, they, they survive, but they get discovered by uh, a military uh, team, I don't know if I was going to say SWAT team. A military team. Uh, of course, he forfeits his gun. He still has the Predator gun. And this this movie actually, this movie takes place before, you know, we had after credit scenes because Iron Man basically introduced after credit. There was some. I, mean, I guess there were some before, but they weren't as abundant or wasn't as expected. So when this movie ends, their after credit scene actually appears. You know, at the end of the movie, and that's how the movie ends. And this scene, uh, I guess you could say, it's it's the general that you know was talking on the phone, saying, "Oh, we're going to come and get you." You know, the liar. He uh, he he goes into a uh, company conference room and presents this weapon to Miss Yutani. Now, if you don't know who Miss Yutani is, it's okay. But what is the significance here? In the Alien franchise, in the Alien first Alien movies, you know, first Alien movies, there's a company known as Weyland Yutani. This is the company that is uh, the quote unquote bad guy. They want the xenomorph eggs. They want to get a live specimen and study it and understand it and even ultimately use it as a weapon. Because if you think about it, the xenomorph is a weapon. You just throw one into enemy territory, it'll eventually fuck everybody up. There you have neutral, you know, you've neutralized your enemy. So, in Alien vs. Predator, the very first movie, we we are introduced to, I think his name is Christopher uh, Bishop Whalen. He is the grandfather. He's the one that owns Wayland, the Wayland Corporation, the company that sends them off to go investigate the pyramid of the first movie. So we have, and of course, it's played by the guy who played Bishop in Aliens. And that, that's how this whole android looks like my creator, played by the same actor, that whole thing is. Because if you've ever watched Prometheus, you know that Prometheus. Um, or Alien Covenant, the the android known as David, uh, in the Alien Covenant, the same actor played another android by the name of oh I can't think of his damn name. Let's just call him Chris. He plays Chris and he plays David. Uh, in the Alien movie, the Bishop android looked like um, his creator, which would be. The owner of the company, the company head, CEO, whatever, played by the Lance um, Hackysack. What if I can't think of his damn name? I am so sorry, I can't think of his name at the top of my head. I even have notes somewhere, but of course, I don't 
I'm off, you know, shoot from the hip. So the actor plays the, he's older by this time, he's 2004, so he's playing, you know, Charles Bishop Whalen. So in this movie, AVPR, we meet the other half of the company. Because see, the Whalen Utani companies merge and make Whalen Utani. Um, this lady is the CEO company head of the Utani Corporation. So if this, you know, they had planned for a, uh, a sequel to this movie. They would plan it on three Alien versus Predator movies. This movie fucked up everything. This movie fucked up any chance of a green lighting of green lighting a sequel. So even to this day, they're like, nope, we're not making any more AVP movies. Alien went their way and Predator went their direction. You know, Alien went with uh, the dude prequels with Ridley Scott. And that's what we've had last, you know, few years. And then Predator, they just made, oh, the Predator. Uh, I was going to say Alex Rodriguez. Uh, the Predator. Well, yeah, it was Alex Rodriguez. I have to look that up, though. Um, that came out in 2010, and then the and then the one that just came out in 2018, uh, directed by Shane Black. Ugh. All these thoughts are running through my head. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, but that's the movie. That's the, what happened. That's, oh, my God. That's the reason why I feel this one needed to be discussed more than Aliens 3 or The Predator. Because AVP, when I went back and rewatched it, was just like, I couldn't, it's just, the lighting sucked, the the freaking, you know, teen loves triangle, whatever, kind of was stupid, and, you know, they, they didn't really give too much to the character development, they just kind of just went with, threw shit on the wall, and whatever stuck, stuck. But, I've already gone on maybe 20 minutes, so, I'm gonna go ahead and cut it there. When I come back, you know, we'll give you a little insight into what's next. So come on back after the commercial or whatever, and uh, we'll see you. We'll see you after this. Bye. This is Cletus, and I'm going to read uh, a book to you called Three Little Pigs. And uh, here it goes. Uh, the ones were three little pigs. One lived in a house of straw. The other in a house of sticks, and another in a house of bricks. Now they heard their cousin, the big bad wolf, just got out of prison. And since they knocked on his ass, they knew that they was going to be suspects or, or, how'd I say, first to be visited by a big bad wolf. So they each ran and hid in their house. Now, the big bad wolf got out of prison. He said, I'm about to kick these motherfucking pigs' asses for fucking knocking on me. That's some bullshit. Well, sure enough, he hits up down the house of the paper and straw. And he said, hey, get your motherfucking ass out here. I know what you did. Time to pay the piper. And the pig said, fuck off. I'm, I'm busy. Now, the, the pig thought he was, he was safe. Uh-uh, this motherfucker was just just as dumb as his other brothers were. See, the wolf told him, like, look, I'm going to huff and puff. And blow your house down. And then I'm going to eat you. But if you come out, I won't eat you. I'll just beat your ass. And then that will be done. You be, you, you decide. The pig said, kiss my ass, wolfie. You dumb son of a bitch. So the wolf said, all right. Well, 
He huffed and puffed and whoosh, blew that house down. Just took so much wind out of him. The bull fell back. And by the time he got up, he saw the, that pig hauling ass down the road to his brother's house. Now, he knew which house he was going to because it was the closest one there. And it was his brother, Jimmy. Jimmy had a house of sticks. Now, the wolf had a plan. Now, the big bad wolf plan was for the boys, or the pig, excuse me, to all end up at the same house. Uh, because, well, that's what he thought. He thought that was a smart plan. But the wolf's stupid. The wolf is a dumb son of a bitch. He got busted having sex with some old lady. And, and, but, I mean, the, the pigs accused him of raping. So the pigs were some peeping tonsils, bitch. They was doing some yard work for this old lady. And apparently she must have had some, some nice features. I don't know. But they was always looking through the window. Oh, look, look, look. Look, look at this old lady. She dressed her. Oh, man, she look at her. Some perverted sons of bitch pigs. These sons of bitches are. But the wolf had a relationship with her, so he says. And the, je- the pigs were jealous. So when the granddaughter busted in on him, with a red cape on and shit like some superhero. They said, rape And he got busted. Now, the big bad wolf made it to the house of sticks. And he gave his story to the pigs. He told them, look, just come on out here. Let me whip your ass and we'll be done. But no, the, three, the two little, excuse me, the two little pigs that were in the house of sticks were laughing and giggling. Ha ha, kiss eyes, some bitch. So the big bad wolf said, all right, man, I'm going to huff and puff. When I blow that house down, I'm going to eat you. And so he huffed, he puffed, he blew the house down, sticks flying all over the damn place, pigs rolling around on their back. The wolf already fell down again. So finally the pigs got up and they hauled us down the road. While they did that, the wolf just looked at them with a big grin. He's like, I got these motherfuckers now. They're all in one house. The only house they could be in. I'm gonna get these motherfuckers. Now, the two little pigs made it to the brother's house. Uh, the house made out of bricks. And when the wolf got there, he was doing his whole speech again. He's like, look, I know all three motherfuckers are in the goddamn house. Come outside. Let me whoop your ass. It's gonna be three on one. Just let's get it on and we'll be done with it. But if you keep hiding, I'm going to get in there, huff and puff. I'm going to knock this house down. I'm going to eat all three of you sons of bitches. He's making this long-ass speech. And while he's doing it, the pigs, he's doing it so they can't see him, but they can hear him in the front. In reality, he's on top of the roof. He's climbing into the chimney, not knowing that the fat-ass pigs was going to make some stew. Well, this stupid son of a bitch falls into the goddamn pot and burned all his fur off, all burned alive, uh, hollering, splashing potatoes and carrots and stuff that were in the stew all over the place. The, the pigs ran over there, closed the lid, uh, and locked it down, and the wolf died, basically burned alive. Now, the moral of the story is don't let your anger get the best of you. If you're angry because someone told on you or something, let them be. The good Lord will take care of them in the long run. Alright? I want to thank y'all for listening. And uh, y'all have a good, blessed day, blessed night. Uh,
That's going to be it, y'all. Thank you so much for checking out this episode. Please do me a solid and go back and check out some of the old episodes I got out there. I got full episodes, mini episodes, whatever. Um, go and check out my Twitter. Go and check out the all links that I have in the description that will send you to every platform that I'm on. Um, I'm going to try to work on my Patreon, try to work some stuff out and maybe figure out... Um, throw some content on there i haven't been doing much on there um maybe it's because nobody's subscribing to it i don't know but uh go out at least go check out the instagram check out the twitter you know those free those are free to follow and all that um be on the lookout for new episodes i've got a few uh ideas for some i know i'm going to do a highlander episode um going to do a robocop 3 episode with a special guest for you to know who that is you're gonna have to sit back and wait for it to drop i can't wait to record that one and uh, i also have an idea these movies aren't really franchises they're part of a franchise um i'm thinking about doing one on super mario brothers the it is a franchise, you know, video game franchise, but there's only one movie. And it's really bad. It is really, really bad. Um, I figured it's kind of like a loophole because I got to talk about bad movies and good franchises. Technically, it is a franchise, so maybe that's an idea to do one. And then I also wanted to do one on either Supergirl or Catwoman. Now, again, they're not... They're not movies, franchises per se. They're part of the comic book DC franchise. I figured it would wouldn't be hurt, it wouldn't hurt to go into like Catwoman because Catwoman really sucked. Catwoman uh, with Halle Berry, even though it's with Halle Berry, it fucking sucked. But Supergirl also kind of sucked, only because it didn't really know. It was kind of weird. Um, but so that's that's an idea um also tinkering with the idea of going into the you know dc cinematic universe kind of like i did with thor but i don't know which one to talk about a lot of those movies didn't do good in the box office but they are enjoyable uh with perfect example is birds of prey that just came out really kind of sucked at the box office but when you watch it it's okay it's got its flaws but it's okay um, so that sets a thought for an episode or, and then I had also thought about maybe doing the, um, oh, that's the wrong one, an episode having to do with, I had actually thought about doing an episode on Spider-Man 3, um, that was an idea and I'm thinking about doing a Harry Potter episode. Now, I never really got into Harry Potter. I haven't seen, honestly, a full Harry Potter movie. I've seen parts here and there. So, don't hate me. Don't attack me. I need to get on. I need to check them out. You know, see what the the hype is about. Um, 
but I don't even think there would be a bad Harry Potter movie. I think when they all came out, they were all really, you know, highly, highly acclaimed, highly praised. So that's that's probably an iffy episode. But I know for a fact I did want to talk about uh, Superman Quest for Peace. Now, if you don't know what that one is, it's part four. That's the one with Solar Man. I got long fingernails, and if I go in the shade, I die. <laughs> so that's an idea. And then, of course, I want to get into the Transformers. I think the last night was kind of seemed as like the suckiest one. I don't know. I haven't seen that one. To be honest, I have no clue why they keep making Transformers movies. They really need to just start making Beast Machine movies or Beast Wars. You know what I mean? That would be, I don't know. I grew up watching those shows and I was like, okay, this is some badass shit. But that's me. And then the last one I have on my list of of potential episodes is Jaws the Revenge. So that's an idea of what I have planned. Or if you have any suggestions, hit me up on Twitter, hit me up on Instagram, you know, shoot me a message or, or whatever, comment. Let me know. Maybe I'm overlooking something. Maybe there's a bad police academy, you know, that I was thinking about doing a mission in Moscow. So that's going to be it, guys. That's kind of a rundown of what's going on. Again, I just want to tell you all to be safe, you know, stay inside, wash your hands, you know, wash your butt. Don't hoard toilet paper and don't hoard canned goods. You know, think of think of the elderly that go and and. Uh, people who shop for them and and just be humble man be kind to one another that's how we especially in this pandemic times we need to just you know be humble and 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 not just be greedy grumps so y'all be safe and again i just we ain't laughing we ain't living baby we got to keep our heads up we got to keep our positive mental attitude you know there's too much negativity in the world so just, uh, you know, love each other, take care of yourself, and know I'm going to try and knock out some episodes to entertain y'all in any way that I can. And uh, that's going to be it, man. Priest love, chicken grease. See y'all spoony love from up above. Adios. Bye.